0: Now. Now we don't have to be friends anymore. We can yeah. finally we can finally work.
1: <laughs> we can finally work. Holy finally. shit, Adam. God,
0: it was exhausting just like the how are you. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Hi everybody. Hey, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Adam Ganser. And
1: we just watched Space Jam: <laughs> A New Legacy.
0: Are they forgoing yeah. the 2? Are they forgoing but- the 2? Are they they are they refusing to call it Space Jam 2? No two, Adam. Jesus Christ! I just... I well, I noticed they gave it a subtitle. Jesus Christ!
1: Welcome,
0: Welcome, King James. I am the king of this domain. This is the serververse. What'd you do to my son? Where's Dom? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. Wait. I mean, I'm just Uh, saying, why? Why can't they call it two? Why is that wrong? You know? uh, Yeah.
1: You know? No, I I understand. I understand. Um, I was, well, all right. So first of all, folks, uh, Tom cannot be here. He's going to be out for, you know, a few weeks, as long as he needs. We talked about it on Twitter. We don't have to get into that. Uh, nah. so Adam, thank you so much for being new Tom.
0: Oh, yeah. oh I didn't agree to be new Tom. <laughs> new Tom. I, I agreed to fill in for Tom. Uh,
1: new Tom.
0: I mean, I would have had to get dressed up in a suit just to approach yeah, that's true. Ap- approach his professionalism, I don't know. Yeah. Don't, All right, yeah. getting
1: getting that out of the way. Um, <laughs> I was I was like this also doesn't involve space. And right? then I it, well, here's the thing, Adam. Service cyberspace Space uh, yeah. fuck you <laughs> yeah. cyberspace like, it fits no. it works
0: no uh yeah. i i just want to disclose up top i actually have a couple of friends from film school who were who were the creators of this movie wow uh, yeah yes yeah, so I, I don't want to i'm not it's not a name drop thing i just want to say like hey congrats you know boys it's a big success you know congrats. it is a big success yes yes yeah
1: that's true i'll try to be nice about it yeah.
0: about this movie <laughs> i was thinking that the whole way i was like i'm gonna have to well, really think about this yeah
1: here's okay i guess this kind of plays into it yeah um the movie itself it's no different than space jam the first one not really in, in the yeah. commercialism and what it's trying to do yeah i just have a question is do you think there are people in this movie that believed in it on a personal level
0: or do you think this is mostly a cynical paycheck? Uh, um, I think that it's somewhat personal for LeBron. Somewhat, here's why I think that. Uh, yeah the the rumor in the world has been there were two reasons for him to move to the Lakers. One right. of them one of them is to be in movies and like you know expand his brand, which that's what this is, and that would be a cynical reason. Right. The other one is because he wants the Lakers to draft his son. Like his actual son, and for them to play as father and son on the Lakers before he retires, that's been a rumor for about five oh. years. Yeah, yeah. Is, so that, I,
1: is that the the older son in this?
0: I don't think his actual son was in the movie. Okay. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that that they're referring to Bronny, who you know you'll see you'll see LeBron tweet like his son's games and stuff, uh, which is very heartwarming. Yeah, uh, and like he gets in fights with refs and stuff at his son's games. It's pretty cool. So I think that the plot here, like the structure of this movie, does suggest that there's this is a more personal story for LeBron than you'd think right off the bat.
1: Right. So I did notice when you go online and you look at reviews, they seem to be at least audience reviews, critical reviews have given it you know low marks yeah which they would for space jam of course i'm not yeah yeah concerned about that this isn't there was an onion article about like a six-year-old waiting for the new york times review of space jam to know whether (laughs) or not to see it you know it's like who gives who gives a shit what critics think about this movie right um uh, audience reviews seem to be dependent on whether or not they're a fan of LeBron. 100%. <laughs> yeah.
0: What did you, what did you think it was going to be? Yeah, it's like, very
1: funny to me.
0: Yeah. If he had not been in L.A. when he made this movie, like it's like strategic for him to be here when this movie gets released, right? Because right. like everybody in L.A. likes him now because he plays for the Lakers. Uh, if he was still in the fucking heat, can you even... Yeah. like This movie doesn't exist if he's on the heat, probably, right? Right. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know sports. I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't think it does. Uh, I know
1: nothing about sports. It just occurred to me that, like, this is like when a oddly political movie comes out or, like, the the new Ghostbusters got politicized, where, like, the reviews are clearly, like, no one's actually reviewing the movie. It has nothing to do with quality of movie.
0: Well, uh, it's
1: just... So- Teams. It's just people who are like their yeah. team.
0: I like my team and he's on my team, so I like the yeah. movie. This movie is also very carefully constructed to be like the basketball piece of it is very much like go Lakers. Uh right. and here's here's why I'm saying that. He didn't pick any star who plays for a legitimately like a legitimate contender against the Lakers. So the people he put in this movie that were actual basketball players are Damian Lillard, who is a big a big star, but, like, his team's not a contender. Uh I right. guess, like, really, against the Lakers. I'm sorry, Trailblazers fans, you know, but that's probably accurate. And he didn't put Steph, Steph Curry in it. He didn't put Durant in it. He didn't, you know what I mean? He didn't put these people. I don't he, know
1: what you mean, but I, I know. So, well, sorry, I know what you mean,
0: yes. I don't so, know sports. To contrast, Jordan put Charles Barkley in the movie. So right. he put George, his actual rivals yes, in the movie. correct. LeBron put uh, Anthony Davis, his teammate on the Lakers, his big star teammate on the Lakers. And then a, a number of WNBA stars who it's awesome that they were represented, but are not his competitors. Right. And then like Damian Lillard and uh, a couple of players from the Warriors who weren't Steph Curry. Uh, so like, it's very safe in that way. Yeah, like I mean, yeah.
1: I don't even know if LeBron or Jordan chose, you know, to put... I assume they have some say. They have some a lot say. of say,
0: man. They must you have a so? lot. Oh, yeah, dude, this movie doesn't exist if it's well, not the problem, exactly what LeBron wants.
1: I think I think it's the same with the original Space Jam. It's two major properties kind of butting, you know, or not butting heads, but having to share Space, so like Looney Tunes also has specific rules to it. Sure, uh, I'm sure a lot of borrowing, a lot of these. Well, not borrowing. It's Warner Brothers using the Warner Brothers properties. Actually, they probably didn't have to ask anybody's permission.
0: That's exactly to portray it.
1: anybody in any way.
0: Yep. um Clearly, they didn't. So I the
1: w- I w- yeah, I want to talk about what I would say. First of all, how did you like this movie?
0: Okay uh all right <laughs> so uh i thought it was long um there were the father son stuff did end up working for me
1: that by was the end.
0: i want to say my number one
1: criticism was space jam the original is 90 minutes this is two hours it's too long yeah. you cut that you cut that shit right out it's too like long. that's yeah i would have liked this movie probably uh like 50 percent more if it was ninety minutes, yeah, um, the length made a big difference.
0: I would say. I mean, I know that some people are going to like instantly try to destroy me for saying this. I don't think it's really that much worse than the original Space Jam. Um, oh I think no, it's-
1: I, I think, I think it's getting, it's becoming a popular. Like, I think for a while, with, there's been a push of people pointing out, like, you know, Space Jam isn't good. No, and I think, I think no. people are starting to realize that it's like you grew up on it. It's a very cynical. Uh, film
0: <laughs> Well, so uh, the, the, the one thing I'll say That makes Space Jam have a little bit of legacy In this old bear's heart Is Space Jam was at a unique point In Michael Jordan's career Which right. is, if, if I remember it correctly Which is before he came back to basketball Right? It was in that period right. of time Where he retired and he was trying to be a baseball player And everyone's like Come on, man, please come back And Space right. Jam sort of Was like the beginning of him coming back In a way that's how I remember it. And so yeah, that yeah. that really matters for him and for, like, so that in that way it's kind of an important movie for, like, 90s sports. It and, also
1: does have nostalgia for people. Oh, yeah. And of course. It's, t- it's technically an original idea uh, for a, a movie. It so is. So I'll give it that. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Th-
1: there's a uniqueness to the original Space Jam.
0: This movie is definitely also about legacy. Like, I feel like LeBron feels like he has to make it to be the greatest player of all time. Like, sure. I, su- I suspect that that's part of it is, like, I also have to make a space jam. Uh, like, seriously, uh, I really yeah. believe that. And also, it has basically the plot from Hook. If you remember the yeah. movie Hook, like, it basically it is, has the plot, the plot from plot. Hook. Yeah. That's,
1: uh, I guess that's <laughs> what I was going to get at is I... yeah. yeah. I do think the original Space Jam was a little less lazy uh in like it felt like this movie is about an algorithm that works for Warner Brothers and makes up movies. Yeah. And I was like that's interesting considering that this movie feels like it was the product of that algorithm. It sure
0: does. Yeah, it really yeah. does.
1: Yeah. And that's they they like they it feels like I guess that's what it is. It does feel like there's a soul here, but it feels like it had to hide in the shadows. Because it's it's meta, uh, but it's still what it is. Like I, it's trying to point out the soullessness of filmmaking, and like stuff where like the the tunes are sad when they get turned into CGI versions of themselves. Yeah, why?
0: Right? Why? Well, I don't, I, yeah. I
1: think that's a nod to the fact that so many remakes of cartoons are doing that. Mm-hmm. Like the new Rugrats, mm-hmm. they look terrible. Mm-hmm. So like they're like sad because they're like, oh no, we're soulless cgi versions but i guarantee that was the studio being like you got to make them cgi and so they had to work it in
0: uh i thought it was weird when i thought it was the rules on when LeBron was animated versus when he wasn't yeah were were a very unclear i couldn't figure out that ruling at all like how it worked well
1: i'd love to get into how this world works with you i
0: i feel like i know i also want to do that do we want to do general impressions like finish that up before before yeah I, I, I feel like yeah
1: still yeah until we get into the yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, there'll be time for that there'll be time for that
0: yeah yeah okay great can uh, i say can i say look like i think that visually this was a very fun movie to look at yeah like it was very pretty uh like all pieces of it were pretty um it looked state of the art in a way that space jam i guess must have but this felt a lot more state of the art than space jam ever did to me yeah, um, you know, so I in that way, wh- it's wh- cool. Wh-
1: yeah, whoever you know and whatever they did on the this movie, they did a good job. Uh, it looks really good. Even I would say the writing is, for a kids movie is fine. Uh, it's good.
0: There's like eight I just screenwriters, think by the way.
1: Yeah, I was about to say it. Yeah. Just it kind of gives off that it's it. It's an ex- like the movie feels like it's tired.
0: Like, in writing sense. <laughs> I have a, I, I have a very difficult time as a movie watcher accepting the idea, like, the entrenched nature of movie universes as being such an obvious thing that has to exist that they can right. now be the, the plot of movies. Like, that bothers me on a very deep level. I'm like, no, man, I don't want to talk about, like, fucking companies acquiring all movies. Like, that's not a thing I'm interested in talking about. Right.
1: That's That's where this movie... I think the criticism where people are like, fuck this movie. Uh, and I think this applies to the first Space Jam, but more so to this, is this is Warner Brothers like trying to like celebrate themselves.
0: Oh, so much. Um, it's really rough in that way. Yeah,
1: it's really rough because they're just a big corporation. And it's also, there's a really uh, a, a horrible reminder is whenever they're like, let's whip out the new stuff, you realize, oh, they don't have new stuff.
0: Right, it's like, all the they're, Matrix. They're, yeah.
1: yeah, it's an Austin Powers and shit. Austin it's Powers, wow! Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of like that character in Napoleon Dynamite, who's like obsessed with his old days as a football legend. <laughs> like it's that where Warner Brothers is like, remember all this stuff we had in the two thousands, and it's like we do Warner Brothers. We do. How, how's things holding up now? And and then they have to reference, like, the Zack Snyder <laughs> verse right. uh, Wonder Woman. And it's like, yeah, not going so great now, is it, Warner
0: yeah. Brothers? Exactly. It's like, there are some things that thankfully they fucking left off. But, like, can you imagine? Like, they were an ass hair away from bringing back, like,. <laughs> fucking the Sex and the City ladies to cheer and like right. fucking Tony Soprano. You know Tony Soprano. Like, would oh my, my amazing. God. <laughs> Can you
1: the imagine? one that obviously the one that surprised everybody? Of course, was Rick and Morty. But like Rick and Morty, it's it's doable. It would. Well, I mean, the, they had speaking an, of they Tony had an Soprano,
0: acceptable in an acceptable cameo. It was they acceptable. Do, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, they do have the fucking Clockwork Orange guys. Uh, no, are those guys in it? Yeah, the Druks? They're in the oh background. Did you not God. see them?
0: No, dude, there were so many things that I was like, I'm just going to try to enjoy this movie. Like I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Wow, okay, I didn't see that. That's upsetting. That should not they should not be they at a, should at not a children's be in basketball it. game. <laughs> right.
1: There Ooh. was there was this whole there was that whole news that Pepe Le Pew was cut because he he assaults women. But the Druks like, are
0: there. But yeah. you <laughs> have the Druks?
1: <droogs>? What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, they're in the background. It's <laughs> fucked Nightmare. up
0: fucking nightmare wow okay well yeah i don't know man (laughs) i don't know like it just seems like the real the real criteria was like what are things that people still like let's put those things in the background right yeah
1: and it's it's just it that's the part that felt because the original space jam didn't do that they didn't do that no they did just the looney tunes and these uh the fake the the goon squad and like a real just a just an audience. And by doing that, it just felt like it had that Ready Player 1 feeling. Except yep. Ready Player 1 at least reached out across companies. Like that's the one thing you can say about Ready Player 1, it's they understood that in this world, you know, it's not just the one company that's making the movie. They kind of did a who-framed Roger Rabbit where they're like, "Look, if we're going to do this, we need everybody,
0: right?" It, it it really does feel like this movie is is a basketball-themed Disneyland park. Yeah, you know, like it's it's like that's what they're trying to do, right? It, it, and it's just like I don't want to engage with movies on that level, you know. As yeah. a as a movie watcher, I don't want to engage in your business plan. Like I understand Marvel has been very successful with this and managed to get people invested in like phases and shit. It's a yeah. nightmare though, you know. It's a, I don't want to watch Car- Jim Carrey's The Mask cheer alongside Danny DeVito's Penguin. Like, I know. I don't want to watch that. You know, come on. It, I, don't, it, it, I don't. I don't care
1: it feels like everything's collapsing in on itself really like it really feels like that that these movies have like it's this movie is almost like a weird reminder that movies have never been worse (laughs) or they feel like they've never (laughs) been worse and i should amend that by saying blockbusters where it's like they've never been more corporate it's it's people rooting for corporations people like these heroes that's basically what they represent at this point um and speaking of which, it's hard to do a movie like this and not recognize Marvel.
0: I mean, it's, it's, there's such a conspicuous absence for what this yeah. is, right? I mean, but you know, the movie set the parameters very clearly. It's the right. Warnerverse, you know. It's, uh, yes,
1: they did. They absolutely did. It makes sense in the um, in the in the movie, uh, I guess.
0: But it's dumb in, in, the in the it's dumb in the experience of what this movie should be, like. It, like if you wanted to do Ready Player One, but for like commercialization and basketball, because that's right. what this is, right? It's like it's like what if movie or like the algorithm that that generates all entertainment also absorbed LeBron James? You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the premise of the movie. Well, then I wouldn't be so mad at like Stranger Things kids being there and like you know. Uh, also, sorry, do you finish? Your no, 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 no. I, I think that like I actually think people could get on board with a meta commentary as long as it wasn't about the actual Hollywood business piece. Right, you know what well, I mean? like that's would be, that would make it more acceptable to us, I think. Yeah, the
1: the problem is is that th- much like Ready Player 1, they can start the idea, but they're not like they're they're too legally tied up to be able to actually finish the idea because the the way the idea would finish would come down hard on their companies. What this is creating there's a part at the end where John Cheadle says to him like isn't this great we'll just do this forever and ever over and over again uh and that's the threat and it's like yeah like what you're doing with this with these movies right and that's what it is is that they're they're setting up a story about um an algorithm a cynical algorithm made by corporate uh uh studio executives who just want to please people that essentially churns out, as essentially absorbs ever all the art and churns them out as, like, icons, as, yep. like, useless icons. Uh, and that is uh, an interesting idea that the Warner Brothers couldn't follow up on because it's about them. Uh, right, and, and they didn't want to go the know, full
0: distance. Like, they didn't want to do a full, like, critique. They right, wanted. And- they were like, what if we set up our idea to be bad, but then really just celebrated it?
1: Right, Ready Player One does a yeah. similar thing where they're like, "Let's talk about nostalgia," but then they don't really. They talk about people's need for nostalgia uh, in a in a dissolving world, which is a really interesting idea that applies to now, and then they don't follow through. Uh, and so, like, it's weird because this is just a kids' movie, so like, you could argue they don't need to, but they kind of set themselves up. So you know, yeah,
0: they didn't follow through with the premise of the movie. The premise of the movie should have uh, freed all these properties from being contained in the serververse, right? And they didn't uh, because if that would happen, then that would be like Warner Brothers not acquiring more <laughs> more movies right. and stuff, which is what we would like. That would have been a very heroic move,
1: right? Know? They couldn't be. They had to like it there in this right. universe. Exactly correct. Yeah, correct. Uh,
0: yeah, I know.
1: okay. And I want to now get into the world, if that's all right,
0: because so I, que-
1: I have a question about that.
0: I have one for you. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Okay. I have a few questions. Oh, great. Um, all right. yeah. So I guess let's go through. It starts with fucking LeBron getting coached by Avon Barksdale.
0: Loved it. Uh, that was my yeah. favorite moment of the movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, I root yeah. for any of those Wire guys. Any of those Wire guys, I'm-, I'm like, yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Loved it. Loved it. Uh.
1: And then he gets a Game Boy from a friend.
0: A, t- a hand-me-down Game Boy, which he that, plays for a total of eight seconds.
1: For the time, that's still an expensive goddamn piece of equipment. His his coach yeah. yells at him, so he throws it in the trash.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, dude, their friend gave you that.
0: Oh, I thought like, it was what- uh, bafflingly cruel to... Yeah, everybody in that equation is like, give it play to another kid Yeah, or,
1: or just give it to another kid. Yeah, everybody is shitty in that scene. Agreed. Um, And considering that like LeBron is a, a just stupid rich in this and they don't hide it, which I appreciate because the original Space Jam was like, here's Michael Jordan's n- like neighborhood home. And I'm like, what the fuck is this?
0: Yeah, who um, believes that?
1: But like, yeah, it was just like, come on, man, that Game that means something to people. Don't just throw that in the trash. But okay,
0: uh, now that see, that's a universe I would have rather entered personally, the Nintendoverse. Like I would. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, there we go. I would have been fucking into that, you know.
1: That would have been amazing. Yeah,
0: Link and, Link and LeBron teaming up against Ganondorf and fucking Bowser or whatever. Anyway, that's right. a whole other thing.
1: So we they set up they they super set up where we're heading with this, right? Because yeah. he has a fight with his son, and he's like. Video games are not... It's video games versus sports. (laughs) I learned this isn't a (laughs) game.
0: That's right. I learned the right thing from that early lesson, son. You see, video games equals bad at life. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right, right. Um,
1: You really summed it up. I didn't even... It didn't occur to me that this was Hook. I just put this as, like, this is the story of a father beating his son. And I was like, what the fuck's happening here? Because it's mostly just him trying to beat his son at basketball. Uh, (laughs) I was like, the fuck...
0: It's like, yeah, it's like LeBron, just like Peter Pan. Like, so for everybody who's not making that connection, let me explain it's, what I mean. So, it's like, like, Hook, it's like Hook if he had to like fight his son at the end. But that's what—that's exactly what was being set up at Hook. Oh yeah, so that's, absolutely. that's the thing is like, so the plot of Hook, very brief recap: Peter Pan has become an adult and forgotten that he's Peter Pan. He's played by Robin Williams. Peter Pan has to go back to Neverland uh, because his ch- his children are taken there. Very similar to this movie. And then his son, because he and his son are having a fight about, you know, just not not having a fun life, basically. Um, Like, he doesn't have enough time for his son's hobbies because he's too busy. Uh, His son gets tutored by Captain Hook, which I think we just all need to go back and appreciate... Dustin Hoffman yeah. as Captain Hook, like, trying to, like, gaslight this kid into believing he's his own son, which is incredible. It's an incredible move. Uh, yes. Even having him dress in his same outfit, it's it's beautifully done. Um, and then, of course, you know, Robin Williams learns the secret of having fun, very much like LeBron does, and rescues yep. his son. The same movie.
1: Yeah, they probably, I, I could see someone just being like, look, it's Hook. We're doing Hook. And they're like, oh, okay, it's like basketball Hook. Uh, cause yeah, that's pretty much it. And I appreciate LeBron. First of all, LeBron's a better actor than Michael Jordan, Mm -hmm, right? Period. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not saying he's a great actor. Uh, I'm saying he's very, very much better. Jordan is terrible in Space Jam. Uh, uh, yeah. And he also makes himself more of the bad guy, uh, than I think a lot of people might have. You know what I I mean? He makes himself a flawed character. Someone explained to him, or he understood... That in order to make a good movie, you have to have a flawed protagonist. And I think a lot of, like, you know, Hulk Hogan movies don't understand that. You know what I mean? Uh, I do. I think LeBron
0: yeah. is just generally more mature emotionally at this point in his career than MJ was when he made Space Jam. Right. Like, like for instance, none of LeBron's legacy is at stake at all yeah, in, exactly. in this movie. Which I think... Is a wise choice for him and for this movie, because it's like, yeah, he doesn't. He, there's nothing really left for him to prove that this movie is going to actually prove. Yeah, right. you know. Whereas I feel like for MJ, he was still trying to prove something when he made Space Jam. Yeah. Um, anyway. uh,
1: so Le- Le- LeBron d- fundamentally doesn't understand how how uh, video games work when he his kid is making his own video game. And he's watching it, and I love where the character gets posterized as, like, it's like a yeah. power-up, and yeah, he yeah. gets posterized. Is this not real basketball? And he's like, no, LeBron, it's not real basketball, yeah. man. Did you need Jesus. this long?
0: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is, like, but, he does have to be very dumb at times. Like, yeah. the character has to be very dumb, which is like, I don't know, maybe fix that. But
1: Yeah, yeah. he has to be obviously wrong at the beginning, because you watch, it's basically his kid is not great at basketball and his kid is really good at making video games and he's just like man don't bother with all that video game shit this is the the, you know you got to learn basketball you got to learn the fundamentals you're going to be a big star and it's like man your kid your kid is like how old is this kid he's like a teenager at that point most parents have learned like look you you got to just let them
0: be who they are
1: but i guess i mean i mean Maybe not.
0: Maybe that's not true. Maybe it's, a lot well, of parents are a nightmare. It's, it's tough because LeBron is that one kid who at age, you know, ten or whatever, people right. were already talking about he's gonna be the best NBA player. Like that was a real thing for him. Right. Um so it does think, it's it's like a plot that's that works for him, but is weird for a movie.
1: Yeah, it's you know? also it's also I think silly that his kid is still a whiz at something else. Like right
0: right 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 Right. it
1: would be better if he was just like i don't like basketball it's like what do you like i don't know man not basketball you know what i mean like i I would have appreciated that more
0: i'm above average at math and he's like but you're not a superstar at math no man not everyone's a superstar you know
1: yeah exactly that's what it should have been is not everybody is immediately uh, a whiz at something even if they Uh, share the
0: genes of the greatest basketball player of all time right like that doesn't make you a genius
1: but that's where I'm saying that, yeah, this movie feels like they just they couldn't explore ideas like that because they're making Space
0: Jam. Uh, I, I think they could so, have. I think there was room for it, honestly. Uh, I just think the video game thing allowed them to do everything visually they wanted to do. That's what yeah. it is.
1: I think this movie is very by the book. I, I, I put a timer to it and everything was happening exactly yeah. at the point. Which, yeah, they're just... this. Again, they're doing—they're just going through the motions. They're doing the thing. They're doing it. They're crafting it very well, uh, but they're not trying to go above and beyond. Uh, so no. we have—we they introduced the idea that Warner Brothers—and I hate this idea—that there's a big giant computer under Warner Brothers where all the characters are, <laughs> and if that disappears, yeah. the characters disappear. It implies that Warner Brothers, the big corporation, owns the ideas. It's like, oh, without us, you don't have these ideas, these characters that were created by artists, you know? Uh, if they lived anywhere, it would be in the brains of their creators, not Well, I mean, a computer.
0: It, 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 I hate to get too technical with you, Dave, but like this is intellectual property law, which is how these companies think.
1: I know, I'm saying you know? philosophically, right, spiritually. Right, right. right. it's no, not like you couldn't imagine
0: I, Neo if that server disappeared. I right, agree with that. And yeah. And the, the
1: Wachowskis are the people who like, again, in this magical world where these characters exist, they would it, exist in the brains of the Wachowskis, not in some computer. And Warner Brothers – but you're right. Warner Brothers can't think past that. They're like, no, it's all in our big computer, right? Right. That's –
0: yeah. Is if it doesn't make money, it doesn't really exist. Yeah. That's a, that's a key belief for Warner Brothers. You yeah. Know? So uh, D-
1: John Don Cheadle, who – it's really weird when – like, I know – Actors have to be in this movie, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the first Space Jam. But John Cheadle's such a big actor, it's, like, I, I, it's weird that he's playing, like, a fictional character. I, yeah, I liked him in it. Oh, no. I thought he was great in it. Yeah. I'm saying that it's the same thing with having, um... What's his name from fucking Seinfeld? In the first Space Jam, where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, Ray, right, Wayne Knight, or, yeah, 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 or Sarah Silverman in this, where it's like no, it's how? Why can't they get to play themselves? And I know the answer is that someone has to be fictional for
0: this movie to work. Who did did Bill Murray play himself in Space Jam? Yeah, he did. He okay, did. Yeah. So
1: did Larry Bird, and so on and so I forth. I thought
0: we were missing. We were missing a single comedy character. In this yep. movie, right?
1: I think I think there's some people who said no, right? Bill Murray probably said no. Uh, yeah, uh, I, it seems insane that
0: they wouldn't try to bring him back. That, yeah, that seems I, crazy to me.
1: I think Michael Jordan said no, and I think it resulted in my favorite and I really the that. only joke that made me loved laugh.
0: Loved it. Yeah, yeah, loved it. I don't think they ever seriously considered bringing Michael Jordan back. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I well, think LeBron probably... If I'm LeBron, I'm like, no, I don't want Michael Jordan in this movie. Because right. if he's in the movie, it undermines what this is, which is my Space Jam.
1: Yeah. For people who haven't seen this, they do a part where they go get Michael Jordan, and they show up with Michael B. Jordan.
0: <laughs> who's like, funny no, in it. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah, who's, yeah who yeah. does a great job. He's He kills it. And the funny thing is, honestly, for about half a second, uh, when they say they got Michael Jordan and the music hits, I'm like, oh my God, Jordan's going to yeah. be in it? Yes! Uh, and then and then you realize, no, it's not going to be him. What are you doing at yeah uh it's still great though.
1: <laughs> oh yeah so don Cheadle, i know what <laughs> i know what the character wants yeah,
0: yeah yeah he
1: wants to be famous the idea is the algorithm is writing the movies and wants that recognition right, right. i don't know what his plan is and i never knew he wants to digitize I... lebron to steal yeah. his talent to mix it with his technology to create a a magic glowing ball
0: I think that uh, the plan is, if you out there won't accept all my ideas as the algorithm, then I'll bring all of you in here, where I control everything.
1: Okay, at one point he says, like, combining his talent, I'll become unstoppable, and he, like, produces this, like, glowing ball in his hand.
0: Yes. Uh, well, I mean, that glowing they, ball that, is that... A, is an email that he sends. Got it. Yeah.
1: It's it's That's not... what emails look like. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: that's what emails uh, in this world look like. I think it's really just... A very simple, like, I need to, if you don't approve of me, then I need to control you, because otherwise I can't take it. Right. Right? He's a thin-skinned bully type.
1: Right. I have I have a structure
0: great. issue here. I do, too. Yeah, great.
1: Oh, okay. What's yours?
0: Uh, Well, okay, no, no. I, I want to do yours, because mine is very, this is very much a comedy question, I think. <laughs> Okay, so, like, mine
1: is, mine a, is a screenwriting cu- question. Great. So they have this, they cut to John Cheadle being like, ha oh, ha, this is my plan. And then they go to the Warner Brothers techno- uh, technology, to the, 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 the meeting, and they yeah. show them the new technology.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and there's parts where, like, they say, oh, this sucks. Uh, and you they're saying, like, this was made by our algorithm. And you can see, like, the cameras are watching and stuff. Hmm. Wouldn't it have been more effective to not introduce... Don Cheadle until LeBron meets him, and have the scene where they go in and they're like, "This was thought up by our algorithm." And they watch it, and he says, "Like, oh, that's stupid." And they like close up on the cameras watching, and there's like an implication that like, ooh, some a, a, a higher presence is here watching, and then they get sucked in, and they like, doesn't that just seem cleaner? And it you seems, can have,
0: yeah, it seemed that would have hyped him up a little bit more. Yeah, it would have been a better
1: introduction. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: It's like, it would have been like, oh, shit, the algorithm. And then, like, because we think we're getting, like, Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey. And then it, like, zooms into the sphere. Like, oh, no, it's Don Cheadle.
1: Yeah, exactly. That would have been
0: better. I agree. Yeah. I see that. I see that. Yeah. Um, What was your issue? Well, uh, my issue was I just felt like there was a lot of missing properties. (laughs) Like, like, I was like, wait a minute. Like, we really really zeroed in on Harry Potter and Matrix and uh, a few, like... (laughs) But there was a lot of properties that I would have genuinely enjoyed seeing there. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to ask, did you also have that realization?
1: Yeah, I I had a realization of again, for Warner Brothers, I saw the Animaniacs briefly. At one point I was like, "Wait, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why aren't they a, why don't they have speaking roles? Like what the fuck? Like it's that where it's like, why not get more of these properties involved, I guess?"
0: Uh, I just I just think I mean there's some that definitely don't mix tonally, which is the entire reason I'm asking this question is right. to start introducing those characters into this conversation. Well,
1: the part uh, that really made me uh, like probably unreasonably angry cuz this felt really lazy. So LeBron gets sucked in, right? He yeah, gets yeah, sucked yeah. into
0: sucked and, into the sphere. Yeah.
1: And he flies by all these worlds. Yes, he does. And it shows that like oh okay, everything has their own planet. And of those worlds, we see a Game of Thrones world. Yep. We see a Harry Potter world. Yep. We see a Matrix world. A Batman world, a, too, right? Yep. Yeah, a DC world. And then we fly by a Casablanca world.
0: Loved it. I loved that. Did you hate it? See, I hated that
1: because I was it. like, I, I unless this is the joke and it just went over my head, but like the Matrix, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Toon World, DC, those are all alternate universes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Casablanca just takes place in our world. Oh, no,
0: that's where you're (laughs) wrong, Dave. That's where you're wrong. Uh, There is no our world, according to Warner. There's just profitable sections that they're taking over. Like, you're just wrong about that, man.
1: (laughs) But, like, Casablanca isn't profitable. That's what I mean is, like, that felt like lazy writing because everything else, it's like, oh, these are actually universes, like fantasy worlds created by writers, like, that are, you could count as a fantasy world, and they represent real worlds. Casablanca yeah. world is like, what? I mean. <laughs> like, that doesn't I, make any sense. Well,
0: I here's my, here's it my, didn't like, fit boring with the themes. Okay. Here's, here's my boring take on why they included it. I think it just says, we also have classic movies. Yes. Like, I think that's, that's what, what it's for. That's
1: what they're actually doing. They're like, this is for grandma coming right. into the theater. Right. But, like, we've also, it, it also. See again if they were if they ha- if they were either smarter or had the freedom to, they could recognize that that's what they're doing there is they're taking old movies and make turning them into their own like world, yeah. which old movies aren't a genre they're just old movies. They, oh, I, like, I
0: agree. Yeah, I agree. This is a legitimate objection, and yet if you think that Warner Brothers isn't going to release Casablanca to The Reckoning. You're right. fucking mistaken, Dave. <laughs> like, but it's like coming. that
1: would have that would have been a really great observation if they're like, it's old movie world and they like lump it as a genre, right? And it's yeah, f- yeah. showing how cynical they are. But no, it's just
0: it's not earnest Casablanca enough. Casablanca world, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a couple. I just want to go through a couple properties that I really feel like really could have enhanced this movie.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: The Exorcist. Notably absent. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can you imagine? There's just like some vomiting, spinning head kid back there. Watching That'd this be amazing. Basketball game. Yeah,
0: Unforgiven. Just have like a uh, Unforgiven. Yeah, yeah. Just have Gene Hackman back there, demythologizing this basketball game. Uh, yeah. The Hangover. Just, I actually think The Hangover yeah, could legit. They could have
1: fit in. That's yeah. easy. You just, you just get a couple of the actors. They're not doing anything. Yeah, they'll do it.
0: Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. yeah yeah uh i i enjoyed that idea all those hobbits all those hobbit movies that okay that was my gonna be my question is
1: the lord (laughs) of the rings a warner brothers uh i think the hobbits are are the others because no one gives a shit about the hobbits
0: of course that's why they weren't present uh but like
1: if they i assumed they couldn't include gandalf lord of the rings because they just couldn't, you know?
0: I think the hobbits are... I just want to make sure. I, I can, if I'm wrong about this, somebody's going to roast me, so I don't want to be totally wrong.
1: Right. Well, uh, while you're looking that up, uh, Goodfellas?
0: Yes, that's the one I was going to... Uh, yes. Yep. Uh, can you imagine? The Holy fugitive? Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't Get kill Harrison my wife. Wife. <laughs> He's yeah. back there declaiming how he didn't kill his wife, and everyone's like, dude, yep. we're the basketball game, man. Yeah. Uh,
1: Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Get that Shawshank in there.
0: Hmm. Mm. yeah it really would have been good Uh, I'm looking here to see uh, Uh, Inception
1: Christopher Nolan Christopher Nolan's Batman would have been fun yeah
0: it's weird that that's a weird omission that the nolan well, because Batman's i there.
1: i think there's executives they're like i think i think there was a frustration here as i think there were executives who were like you got to do the new stuff gotta get the new stuff you know we gotta we gotta show them that we're still doing new stuff but all they really had was like w- the new wonder woman because right. like Are they going to put the Zack Snyder shit in this? They didn't.
0: So the Warner Brothers did make the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit films. But my understanding is they no longer control the film rights.
1: Right. That makes Uh, sense.
0: They've reverted to Middle Earth Enterprises. Uh, Right. So, yeah, Uh, that's probably why they weren't in there, because it's weird that they weren't. Sherlock you know,
1: Holmes is Warner Brothers.
0: Yep, could have been in that. I mean, also we're we're completely avoiding all the HBO properties <laughs> that would yeah. have just been incredible. You know, like oh, yeah. uh, like any of those characters from Carnival. <laughs> you know, or like uh, just <laughs> fucking. <laughs> you know, like fucking Al from Deadwood is over here, like soliloquying about this bullshit of a basketball right. game. Yeah, we're really missing out on this shit.
1: Yeah, I'd love for them to have done like. I don't even know if it's a Warner Brothers, a movie like *The Cell* and like to really feature it, like really like yeah, it's like a big part of it.
0: Yeah, *Suspiria*. Yeah, Yeah, that kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, *Streetcar Named Desire*. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I I could go on forever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it it does feel like they could have done more with that. They honestly could have. Uh, So, uh, so he meets Bugs Bunny, who has gone insane. Because yeah. he has been isolated on Tune World, because they all abandoned him for reasons that are unclear.
0: I well, thought it, it appears to be that the yeah I, I agree because that that the chem- mechanics of that are weird. The idea is that the algorithm convinced all the tunes they could be the stars of other properties, yes. and so the tunes are all basically like occupying pieces of different movies like mad max i guess and and matrix and other movies which and it's it's like so i don't understand are they rewriting these movies for tunes i don't get the idea here
1: yeah it it brought up some big questions because what happens is they start grabbing the tunes from the worlds that they're occupying right and he wants to get superman which i'm still unclear why he never does because bugs is just like no we'll get these people instead and he doesn't push back um so yeah, Bugs is insane. Um, he give he tells him his plan. Uh, Bugs like tries to kill him with a truck and stuff. Yeah, he he's does. out of yeah. control. He's unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. they start going to these worlds like Austin Powers, uh, Rick and Morty show up and give them Taz, uh, The Matrix, um, fucking Mad Max. And I guess my question is at this point, what what are these worlds?
0: Because I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Because they uh, seem
1: to be worlds that they're just occupying, like any other world, and they have free will on it. But then they're occupying scenes from the movies, so to me that implies that these characters are just in a loop, acting out their movies over and over again in these
0: worlds. That's the only conclusion I can come. To. I mean, it feels like yeah. a, a little bit like the tunes are uh, they're 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 being themselves in the movie, but they're also sort of like. Uh, they've like upgraded by being in more serious properties right? right is that the that's the thing
1: i think they just like gotten a rocket ship went into those worlds and now they're existing in those worlds but from what i can tell the, they aren't like doing something their own thing in the world they're acting out parts of the movies a lot of
0: them are yes
1: yeah to me that implies that the movies are just on this loop in these you know, I can't even begin to understand how this is translates to like computer code, but I think it's like the movies are just existing as files
0: on a loop and the and tunes the, the, rewrite the... them slightly. I think so. So there's sort of like a virus. The Looney Tunes are like yeah, a virus. I think so? Yeah.
1: And I think it um, makes me wonder like the amount like like, Bugs Bunny, at one point they kill Bugs Bunny and bring him back, like, a minute later. And it's like, why do you even do that? Yeah. But, like, uh, alongside the fact that there's no stakes because they bring him back, I don't think they have souls, right? Because otherwise, we talked about the Droogs being in it. I saw Pennywise the clown in this.
0: Yes, I did, too. I was very shocked by that inclusion. He,
1: and he wasn't really acting like Pennywise. He was acting like a clown. Like, whoever was doing, who, who performed as Pennywise... Uh, either didn't see the movie or was told not to act anything like Pennywise uh, because they're not doing Pennywise. And it made me think, like, okay, so are these characters, do they have the lusts and wants of these characters? If so, Pennywise should be eating LeBron's kid, right?
0: Obviously. Yes. Um, It's an obvious problem.
1: But they're not. They're spectators watching. So it makes me feel like they're more like programs where they just – Don Cheadle brought them in, and they're just, like, NPCs. They are not; they just look like yeah. the characters, but they're not really the characters.
0: They're cardboard cutouts. They're, they're, yeah. they're the impression of what if they were there. Uh, because, like you said, if you were to bring any of those characters and have them act like themselves in that movie audience, that's the movie. The basketball right. game no longer matters. It's that that's the movie.
1: So what this comes down to is it's a movie about a singular computer... Uh, trapping them, and they're just fighting the computer. Everything in here is a construct of the computer. None of it actually has its own free will. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay.
0: Except for presumably the, the human, the human characters. No, his, his son too.
1: Oh, and his son. Yes. Except for the human characters. Um, I was very unclear about how the teleporting worked because he he uses the son's phone. He, like, steals his tech, but his and tech his just code. scans people.
0: His code. Yeah, his There's code. There's an app on the phone that apparently the kid created that, uh, the, that the algorithm needed to enhance the players for the game.
1: Right, but all it did was, like, scan their movements, and somehow he uses that to suck people into the... Uh into uh, the world. Also, that little robot comes when it steals the code. Notice that you notice that. I did yeah. notice
0: that. It was uh yeah, was something to behold. It was a sight yeah. to behold. Uh yeah, I so they say very carefully that app or stealing the app, meaning right. that the scanning app is actually connected to the video game that he's creating, which they do show us. Right. Uh, but it's it's
1: very messy. But how does that teleport people into the Oh that
0: Into the it, I'm sorry, Dave. Uh there's no explanation for that. Like it's, okay. it's like, yeah, that none of that is anything. Okay. Uh yeah, sorry. I, if that was what we're if that's what we're like sleuthing <laughs> about, I'm out, man. <laughs> I, don't All right, that's fair. I don't know what to say. I don't know to say about fair. that. Uh it is impossible. Why is Damian Lillard's whole thing uh being a strange time lord? You know, when it like it's because right. of the pun, it's dame time. So, like, that means he's a Time Lord? I don't know, man. Not thrilled. Yeah.
1: No, it's it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, do you notice the Chappelle Show reference?
0: There were so many things. No, I didn't. But tell the what granny,
1: happened. when the granny wins, she says, game blouses, which is a reference to a Chappelle Show sketch about Prince. Uh, that was a weird
0: one. Uh, that, okay. That Yeah, they, they had a lot of little winks. That, yeah, they uh, had a wink to
1: Back to the Future, and it was like, they oh, did. you don't own that property. They don't?
0: Uh, Are you sure?
1: Um, That's Universal.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it because I don't want to search for everything.
1: Well, Universal Studios has all the Back to the Future shit. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. Right. The legal the legality of this shit.
0: They probably licensed um, it. Yeah. yeah. So
1: here's what makes Porky Pigs so creepy. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank Are you everybody. ready? Oh, I mean, I enjoyed the hip hop, so I hope you're not going to take that away from me. The hip hop was good. Okay.
1: Um, When they first run into him... He is all right, f- number one. He's Adam.
0: film he's filming this the he's filming the Daffy, Superman Duck, thing. Daffy Duck playing Superman poorly as a train is hurtling toward an orphanage. Right. Right.
1: So number one, he's the color of flesh.
0: Yeah, it's weird. He's a pig. Yeah. yeah.
1: Number two, uh he looks like a short little old man. And then number three, it's not that he doesn't have pants. It's that he doesn't have pants, and then his top is very formal. He has a bow tie, <laughs> a sweater, and an undershirt. So okay. he looks like a little old man. He's dressing like a little old man, and he doesn't have pants.
0: Yeah, he's poo-bearing. Yeah.
1: And it's it's weird. Like, not like a, a lot of characters don't have pants. Poo, for one. Yeah. But a lot of other Looney Tunes, Porky Pig is the only one who just feels wrong. You it think it like he's a pervert?
0: You think the tail it's the doesn't tail? help. The yeah. tail
1: does not help.
0: Yeah. The tail because it's imply... like a it's like a
1: reverse dick.
0: Yeah. 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 The tail implies there's more things to see down there. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree with that. Uh, also, just the stuttering and like the you know there's there's a lot of tropey uh, creepy yeah. guy stuff attached to poor Porky.
1: Right. But I for me it's mostly no pants with a very fancy top, and the flesh color. <laughs>
0: i don't know if, if he Dan, had feathers be...
1: if he had feathers that'd be one thing but like you can if you cover if you cover Porky Pig's he- head it just looks like a fleshy man without without pants
0: well i think he has hooves don't it doesn't he doesn't he have hooves
1: right so like a like a satyr like he's just
0: right he, <laughs> yeah i don't think you have to think of him as flesh colored tape i think that's a choice you're making. Sure. You know, like I'm not saying you're it's uh outlandish. I mean not
1: all flesh, but like he's he's a he is the color of like he it's more like he's he's just flesh. He's like a squirrel. He doesn't have fur. Yeah. He doesn't have like if like Pooh Bear has fur and I think right. fur
0: goes a long way. Right. in not making cartoon characters creepy. That's interesting, yeah, because, like, it, it does imply that, like, maybe that dick that uh, that Donald Duck has is, like, concealed by feathers or something. Exactly. What's concealing Porky Pig's screw-shaped dong? Exactly. Probably nothing.
1: Exactly. That. Nothing. Yeah, probably nothing. It would nothing. just be hanging out there.
0: Yeah. 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 It probably is. I mean, that's probably what's <laughs> happening. Also, just imagine the incredible discomfort everybody has <laughs> that he's wearing those, like, ties and bow ties and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, dressing himself in the morning in a mirror, just like I look. You, you, you look great today. The great, you know, like really thinks he's (laughs) nailed it (laughs) before he goes to the fucking get together or whatever. Right. Uh, Little notes himself. Yeah, yeah.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Did it did it seem really fun to be in the audience of this?
0: Uh, I don't think it seems really fun to be in any close proximity to that many people. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that it's it, it definitely felt like you know a sporting event hyped up to ten, right? Like that's the ideal idea. It's not it. even
1: that. Like I, so what? So what happens is they when they start the game, they teleport like of uh, every. They put out an app. Don Cheadle puts out an app, promising this awesome game. So anybody who wants to see this game gets teleported into Tune World. Um, I wouldn't even watch the game. That looked like a really cool world, and I, I think I would have yeah. walked around a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's like characters from movies running around,
0: like it. It just seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Just missed opportunities for the average viewer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, there's I, nothing I the that. movie had to do wrong
1: or had to do differently. I just thought, it, like, I it just occurred to me how cool.
0: Well, I don't know that world was. See, and I think it would be very difficult to enjoy that basketball game and here's why it's not that it's not a spectacle how do you even know like y- you don't really know how well you're doing or how or what it's going to take to win thank Be- you because the points like the fact that the points don't really matter or that they're incredibly arbitrary like the entire game was determined by Wiley e. Coyote's Acme app like apparatus right yes. that's what won the whole game for him uh that's the mvp by the way not lebron just letting everyone know uh I think, but the thing about sports is that like the rules mean you understand what each scenario means. And so like you get invested in the moment to moment, like, oh man, if we get this, this three, then we're within five, like that kind of stuff. Right. And this game was, this movie was like, none of the points matter. Just none of it fucking matters.
1: I wrote this down because I think this is the biggest problem or one of the biggest problems of the movie is that about 40 minutes left of the movie, the basketball game starts and it's the rest of the movie.
0: It's longer than more that. More or less. It's about an hour, FYI. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the it's the halfway point is where they start, where the basketball game, like where the court shows up.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, And so that's a smart instinct, because like sports movies, it's like, yeah, you want to have the sports. But as you pointed out, there are no stakes, because there are no rules, and that's a big problem. And I would say the first Space Jam also had that problem, but less so. Because in the first Space Jam, they have, you know, the goon squad shows up, they're, they're physically opposing, they ha- the, the characters have a challenge, right? They, they, they give limitations to Michael Jordan. They're like, you can't do tune stuff. And of course, he breaks out of that at the very end. Um, the idea being that it's like they're not physically matched, you know? And right. so Michael Jordan gives them his secret juice. And tell, <laughs> that's actually just water yeah 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 uh, and and like encourages them to give it all their best so there's that there's that halftime speech Um, and it's still like hard because it's cartoons and there's low stakes but they at least give it more of a try do they this one
0: just very briefly because this is t- the key issue to me do they still abide by the general three two point rules in Space Jam I don't remember I've, that
1: I think they do, but then it gets cartoony. Um, but they're still playing basketball. This what they didn't have is style points, which right. is what style this has. Points. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the problem with style points is they make no sense. They're just whatever the movie needs them to have. Agreed. And that's the problem. Is that the that it's basically the writers being like, okay, this shot for some reason was a million points, while well, this shot was only fifty points because of style points, and. That's where it kind of fell apart.
0: Yeah. I mean, once you don't understand how scoring works, you're you're no longer invested in the game itself. You're just sort of watching the movie play out.
1: Right. And then near the end, Don Cheadle turns into a terrifying... He turns into the Scorpion King. Yes, he
0: did. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he really did. Uh, Yeah.
1: And he starts reversing the points and they're like, he's like, don't you get it? I am this game it's my game now and I don't know why it's suddenly his game now or why he couldn't do that to begin with so it was like okay so it really means nothing and then they solve it by creating the glitch that broke his son's game earlier Right. Uh, the movie definitely doesn't understand how making video games work but that's okay Sure. Um, and so whoever performs the glitch will vanish they'll glitch out of the game and so they perform it and then they do, they get one shot in and then they win. So I guess what that does is, because they say they glitch, if they, by glitching the game, John Cheadle doesn't have control that I don't understand how that works. The game should just, everything should just vanish if it's the same glitch. Cause that's what happened earlier. But all it does is make him lose. And it's like, I, that, I don't, that's not what the glitch was.
0: It means that he can no longer control. I mean, I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. I know, I you're know. Right. No, I
1: know what they said, but yeah, it doesn't right. make sense because no, the glitch earlier just wiped out the game. Yeah, and so if they had wiped out the world, that'd be one thing. But the glitch just makes it so that they win.
0: Right. And yeah, it's, and it's, it's a MacGuffin. It's a McGuffin yeah. Using using the MacGuffin uh, move. You right, know? and and yeah. so
1: like yeah, again, the first Space Jam, it was like. We just have to get more points. And right. then he goes in <laughs> yeah. for the, the winning point. But they add these weird layers to it where it, it does feel like the rules don't matter and that they could they didn't really have to play out the basketball game.
0: I agree with you. Uh, because of that, I got more focused on like the dramatic units, if you will. Yeah. Like the emotional drama units. And that's why I think Don Cheadle turning into just sort of uh, Hulk Don Cheadle was a mistake. Yeah, you know, like I, I, it's not. I like the idea that he transformed, but like that's the moment where he should transform into something that we recognize. That's a reference, right? Like, he, yeah, like honestly, unfortunately,
1: it, all the John Cheadle references they can make, I feel like, is under a different company.
0: All the of the Kids want to see. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's where I was sort of like, why isn't he a Don Cheadle version of Beetlejuice? Oh,
1: uh, or why couldn't he be or um, you know, Don, Don Cheadle's like... character in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> He just gets the
0: accent. <laughs> the cockney accent comes back. Oh, we're in real bonnie now. <laughs> that's what we needed. That would have been great. No, but for real, though, like for real, though, like, I mean, Joker, by the way, is a Warner Brothers movie.
1: Oh, like, the Joker is in the background. The Jack Nicholson Joker.
0: Yeah, that's dumb. Make Don Cheadle the Joker. You know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds like, come on, Adam, fuck you is why why because like they turned him into a dumb creature yeah so let him turn into a recognizable no he's just swallowed on (laughs) cheetle yeah yeah he's swole cheetle it's
1: it's it's quite frankly very disturbing
0: (laughs) what he turns into i mean yeah yeah it's gross uh yeah yeah. i don't know i just think that's if if the movie is based around nostalgia go all the way you're right, though. You're you're extremely right because here's what it
1: comes down to: is I think they knew, just like in the first Space Jam, this isn't really a sports movie, right? 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 Uh, you so what the the things that need to happen are emotional beats, uh, and that's where, honestly, it should. And both Space Jams have this problem: both end with them like getting the winning basket, and it's like it's kind of useless. Because they've established that nothing really matters. Bugs Bunny performs the glitch, right? Yes, he does. And then he, there's this long, drawn-out death scene. And I was like, are you guys going to kill Bugs Bunny?
0: No way. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then he literally just comes back the next scene like, ah, I'm immortal. And that's the only explanation they give. And it's like, no, he's right. There were no stakes. And it was like, you're right, Bugs. There was literally no reason for any of this. Good point. Thanks. Thanks, movie. And so, like... I think it would have been better if they found a more meta solution because they do this thing where um, LeBron starts actually having fun. And that's the whole point. Yes. Basically the tunes are, the tunes are a stand in for his kid. He's too hard on them. He's trying to make them play it like he wants to. uh, And then he's like, no, do your own thing, have fun. And that's when things start working out. And that's when the kid is like, I want to be on their team. Because Don Cheadle starts becoming, as they start losing, it becomes clear that he doesn't care about anything but winning. And so that's, I I almost wish there was an ending where it became, where it's like, that doesn't even matter if we win. Like, it's it's an emotional climax. And we find a loophole that's not winning or losing the game.
0: You know what I mean? That's what I thought we were getting when LeBron threw the ball away and, like, hugged his son right like I like and I, I actually I, yeah. I wouldn't have been that mad if it was if like Don Cheel like erupted into pixels and been like love oh! yeah. like that wouldn't have been that bad to me that you wouldn't know? have been that bad yeah.
1: but then they introduced the glitch and I thought oh that's also a good way is just shut the game
0: off right like if right, they right, just right. glitched
1: the game and it was like the ending of 2001 where like yeah. they're all float and, yeah. and, and, and like but then they, they still had to make the basket and it was like come on we're not actually doing a sports game here like it doesn't really matter they should have done like slap shot where like a slap shot is is not about playing the game it's about creating a spectacle uh and that's what this the again the 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 style points you know what would have been you know what would have worked i'm ready if if um he hugged his son and the game gave him like style points for yeah,
0: that. I agree. Yeah, I, I really think that would have, like right. The ref gives him style points, and I agree. There's and so many ways. And that's how they win. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I mean I'm, I'm being facetious when like the power of love kills the algorithm. No, Although, but, like not entirely.
1: More uh, or less that you know like
0: yeah not- just just a movie ease version of why that works. Yeah, because that's what the movie's about. It's not about the game. It's the stakes are love. You know, does he love his son enough and the right way? yeah exactly yeah so he should have won for that action not for bugs yeah. uh <laughs> fake risking his uh tune life yeah you know uh american sniper by the way that's another movie that could have been represented Ooh. here also you know? again
1: wood harris is in this why can't he just be Avon on <laughs> i don't see why it's, it's hbo man come on the
0: ball like just rolls over to him and don shield tries to get yeah. it but he's like Nah, see, this is my this is my joint, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> have Omar, have Omar show up. Oh yeah, Come get on, Marlo
0: man. in there, get those three guys. Yeah, get, good luck, Don Cheadle. Yeah, good luck, bro. <laughs> good that would have been fucking fuck- luck. Yeah, it have been so good. Uh, just you just got got. That's what happened. The game. Would yeah, like, that's the real game. I mean, you know?
1: the thing that would have the thing that would have made this movie. I would I would say this is my favorite movie. Is if they got Idris Elba <laughs> to show up and play Stringer, <laughs> that would have been one of the most amazing. Because it's like it would cost them so much money to get him, it wouldn't be necessary. But if they just got him to show up, play Stringer Bell for one scene and leave, I'd be the like ball that rolls fucking over amazing. to him and he's
0: like, "See, this is an opportunity here, right?" And then, <laughs> and then Don Cheadle exactly walks up he's like, "Give me the ball back." He's like, hmm, seems like I can't say yep. nothing. To change your mind. <laughs>
1: I would have also appreciated if LeBron did get Superman and he just broke Don Cheadle's neck and screamed, uh, and that's how it ends. Yeah. Just have bummer Superman creeping everybody out the whole time.
0: Yep. Staring, like just staring like bullets at everybody. And it's like, yeah. 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 Like, what's wrong with Superman? I don't know, man. We'll find out someday.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's he's not the Superman we thought he was going to be.
0: He just breaks Don Cheadle's neck just viciously breaks it yeah Yeah. Ah!
1: everybody's silent
0: yeah yeah it's noisy it's like a noisy screamy death and then like he just throws his limp algorithm corpse on the on the
1: floor also you know what they could have (laughs) done that's one thing yeah yeah here's another thing they could have done go into the movie space jam get michael jordan well
0: right of course I, I mean i think that <laughs> i think everybody I'm just was saying, hoping
1: get 90s michael jordan to show yeah. up yeah and help out that would be a, a big get all the versions of themselves no, seen that
0: movie they should have gotten they should have gotten the wrong michael jordan just like they did but it's the michael jordan yeah. who's playing baseball <laughs> that's the wrong oh jordan. no the baseball, baseball jordan, jordan baby <laughs> Hit, hitting a couple of singles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did you notice that there was a random nun in the
0: audience? I did. I think she's from The Nun. Oh my god! A Warner really? Brothers property.
1: Yeah. I didn't. She didn't look creepy though. She didn't look like the creepy nun. She looked like there was a couple where I was like, I thought I saw a character from uh, fucking what's that movie? Whatever happened to Baby Jane?
0: <laughs> Is that like that's an old movie? They might own that.
1: Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I swear there was a few characters like that where it's like, oh, that they shouldn't be in that. It's because I was wondering, like, is she from the movie Doubt? You know, like what? Amazing. Could be sound of Music. I don't yeah. know.
0: Uh, they could have had Detective Pikachu. F your eye. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, no one wants Detective Pikachu. People forgot about that movie real quick. I thought that people kind of liked that movie, though. People did at the time. And I think if you go back and watch it, I know why people forgot about it cuz when me and Tom reviewed it it we pointed out it's pretty fucking mediocre to be honest i don't know if you saw it
0: i did not i would it, not i yeah. think
1: people were really excited of seeing a pokemon movie because we hadn't really gotten a live action pokemon
0: i can i cannot fathom why they would be but go go on
1: oh, well people are fans of the pokemon I, like no, no, it's, right, it's right. not I, our generation I, right. and i think the movie they got was actually pretty like mediocre and i think we all just sort of forgot it because that reason because if you actually go watch the movie it's like the plot is really fucking boilerplate it's it's like this where it's like hook where it's like this is just a plot it's just like you know it's just a very straightforward boring
0: plot just one more Um, pitch one more pitch for who don Cheadle could have turned into he yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have turned into Johnny Depp as Grindelwald from Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> and everyone's like, boo, no. And he's like, that's no. right. That's no. right. I'm
1: back. <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been so good. It's so Any mad. Fantastic Beasts reference yeah. would be <laughs> amazing. But Johnny Depp specifically, like, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking back. <laughs> Can right. you imagine?
0: Oh shit. These are great but ideas. again,
1: because they can't. It, it, it's such a bummer, <laughs> like yeah, when they right, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. show the Harry Potter world. I'm like, that was like ten years ago for them.
0: Uh, I mean, it was the biggest franchise in a very long time, so I don't blame them for celebrating it. Oh yeah, but it's a, it feels old now. That feels like a pretty dated reference. I agree. Well,
1: that's it's just it's a reminder that their best years are behind them for Warner Brothers. Until something new comes along, the problem I've talked about with Tom all the time. The two thousands were a terrible time for movies. An amazing time for Warner Brothers, because they kind of had the only good movies.
0: Yeah, they had a lot uh, of good movies then comparatively.
1: Yeah. The Matrixes, the the which, you know, the sequels people don't like, but you know what I mean? They were really hot. Yeah. Uh The Batman. They, they had they had the, the, the Harry Potters. Yep. They had the Nolan Batmans. Yep. They were they were like the future of movies. And then Marvel came along and got bought by Disney. Disney bought everything, and Warner Brothers has spent the last decade desperately trying to to get something going. And they did the Snyder the Snyderverse, which was a failure. They did the the new Harry Potter's, which was a failure, um, and so on and so forth. And this movie just felt like a really fucking bittersweet reminder of that.
0: I mean, yeah, they it's it's tough because they're they doing don't those have Godzilla movies new stuff.
1: Mad Max was probably the newest good thing. And I guess Rick and Morty and that Godzilla. they were able and god was Godzilla in this? I well, saw King the,
0: Kong. I think Kong from Godzilla, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean good like like I think the new Kongs people are fine with, but they're not sure, like... Sure, right. It's not Mad Max, it's not Rick and Morty, you know, it's not people are like this is
0: above and beyond. I mean, they have Rampage.
1: Yeah, they sure do. They, they sure have, do. They
0: could have used all those rampage creatures.
1: Yeah, they're going through the same issue as Universal, where Universal was like, they, everybody wants to be their their own cinematic universe. Universal famously tried the Dark Universe, which was everybody laughed at. Where it's just that every you know Disney is Disney has become the the Amazon of movies, and nobody can compete, and nobody should compete. You know,
0: I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. the movie universe thing is like, sure, let let Disney have that yeah. and try just making some good movies, you know?
1: Universal. Yeah, universals. Um, I really I think they learned the lesson and I I'm, I'm think we're watching that happen. But they have my favorite like arc with this where they did the Dark Universe, the mummy movie. They're like, yeah, we're going to make it like, you know, like uh, like superheroes. It failed hilariously. And then they put out the invisible man remake which was just was a great. really good yeah. movie
0: yeah it was And very they're good like
1: movie. yeah who would have known the secret is to just make good movies uh and warner brothers is like yeah this feels kind of d- a-, a depressing reminder that warner brothers is desperate you know
0: yeah i mean i don't know uh you're right i i also think it's uh when you say desperate another way to think about it is like Trying to f- compete in this model, which makes all movies feel desperate. Yes. Yeah. You know, like this model makes movies seem like a desperate enterprise. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I guess in some sense they are because it's a lot of money on one ticket. But like, that's yeah, not, I guess when I say wanna, desperate, people don't want to feel bad for the movies. You know what I mean? Like, I don't right. want to feel bad for the movies. Like, it's simple as that. I don't want yeah, that.
1: Yeah. I did feel bad for this movie. I felt bad for it.
0: Mm hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, that's a mistake. I, I don't think I think it's a mistake to for movies in general to ask the audience to like pity them. Right. I mean, I, that, and that's the thing we're hearing a lot of right now. Like, man, it's hard for us now, man. We don't know about like theaters are closing and stuff. And I, I just think that movies are have always been in the public consciousness and escape from problems. Not another place to like, you know, feel like you need to contribute to. Right. I just I don't, is- I don't see that. You know,
1: the problem is, is the problem is now it's the same as video games, which is that you have to either swing for the fences, um, you know, to use a basketball term or yeah. you but <laughs> like, like you, you have to, you yeah. have to make something for $5 million or you make something for $200 million and you can't really afford to make anything else. we've talked about this a million times and that's kind of the problem of what happened to Disney and these big movies. It's just the shocking part is how little regard they have for the screenwriting process when they're making these expensive ass movies. Um uh, but that's another conversation.
0: It's I mean I I enjoy it when you and I get into not only the mechanics but sort of the lost respect for screenwriting. Um, yeah, oh but- yeah.
1: Well, it's just the stuff where it's like how do you make a Star Wars and not plan ahead? Um it's weird because that's the cheapest part of making a movie. Um, it's weird to me. Like I get, I get economically why they have to make either gigantic movies or indie films, but what I don't get is why they have to not pay attention to the plots. Uh, yeah. Why a movie like this can just be hook, and why they don't have to? They're not. It doesn't feel like they're putting in the work that they could put in. Um,
0: it's. I mean, it's a strange thing. It's the problem of that a lot of corporations have, and we know this from first hand experience. Corporations right. are not that forward looking. A lot of times, like no, they're, they're not. They're really, they're really revenue and quarter driven. And when movies are subject to that, it means that your your movie universe becomes like a commodity. You have to keep going back to because it's already a proven earner. Right, you know, and it, it all feels like
1: it's made by an algorithm.
0: Yeah, uh, as this movie points out. Which it's by the way, like, wouldn't it have been nice to see them destroy the algorithm at the end? But yeah, they didn't do no. that.
1: No, because yeah. the, did you notice that this movie didn't present the algorithm as being a bad thing? It, like, I mean, the concept sort of... of the algorithm they didn't present as being a bad thing, and in fact, the algorithm has
0: intelligence in this. I think that. They are implicitly impl- like implicitly saying that by making it the villain, right?
1: Right, but they never really say what you're doing is wrong. He's a creation of Warner Brothers.
0: No, I mean, it's like you said at the beginning of this podcast, right? Where it's like, well, we all got to leave with a smile on our face. And right. the only way to do that is for everyone to be having a good time at the behest of this algorithm. Uh, which is to us, I mean, to the slightly older moviegoer, it's like, no, no, the algorithm is the bad guy. We got to kill the bad guy, right? Don't we agree yeah. on that? I guess we don't.
1: Well, yeah, because this movie, like you said, has one, two, three, four, five, six people credited for screenplay by. It has four people credited for story by. That's a There's lot an of people.
0: Yeah, it's
1: an overlap in some of those names, but it's because it was essentially made by a committee uh, or an algorithm. I mean, you one know, of those.
0: Was, I think one of those people is is related to Ryan Coogler, whose production company made that. Oh, okay. Which which tells me... By
1: the way, director of Undercover Brother, a movie I love. Malcolm T. Lee.
0: Some of those movies that he has are actually quite good, I think. Uh, yeah. like I think he did a good job directing this. Um, this isn't
1: about the artists involved. It, it, or no. Not for me. Every single one of these screenplay... These screenwriters uh, are probably trying to just make the best work they can. In fact, some of the producers... Are also some of the... God, there's so many producers. There are. These producers are probably also trying to make the best thing they can. The problem is systematic. It's the way these movies are getting made now.
0: It's... I, it's there's a, I, This movie felt like the... Per, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. And I don't want to disparage any of the people I right. know. My guess is that it has to check a lot of boxes. It just feels like that. Right. Like, yeah. like, I would be surprised. I, I mean, maybe I, and maybe I would, but I'd be surprised if the original story by writers were like, you know what we need to do? We need to make a movie that celebrates Warner properties. Right. Like, I I very much doubt that's what they thought about doing, <laughs> you know, like I, I bet they were like, let's make LeBron in a space jam.
1: Oh, I'm sure there were you know? some producer who came in. Yeah. And it was like, oh, and you know what would be great? If you put a bunch of Warner Brothers properties in there,
0: Right. Like, well, let's go to this, the Warner Brothers universe. That's where the space is, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, and I don't, I don't know. It's like celebrating your history is not a bad thing in itself. Not at all. Not as, at all a bad thing. As a plot in the movie, though, I start to raise my eyebrow. Like, really? I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like if the
1: DNC or the RNC did a big let's celebrate how we got here and it's like yeah but i don't like where we're we are <laughs> so, <laughs> so like i like it's that where and then it didn't feel like a genuine celebration it's kind of again the same with ready player one where it's like look at all these characters but it's not in anything that's like meaningful enough to really feel like it's celebrating it as opposed to frankly like uh, who framed roger rabbit which is about <laughs> Corporate takeover of Toontown. Yep, uh, to get rid of it. Yeah, and the tunes—it's just very pure. Where they're like, we're just celebrating tunes. We're just celebrating tunes being tunes. And you know how you know we're doing that is because we we're gonna invite every company to put their tunes in this. We're gonna figure out a deal. We're gonna have Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse hanging out. How cool is that? And so I think it's just that it's it's you're right. There's nothing wrong with celebrating. Warner Brothers having a rich history of movies, but it just it felt so broad. You know what I mean? Like I think it, it felt been, like
0: this movie like honestly the on the premise level would have improved if uh if the plot was not just the Warner Brothers movie universe, but all movies.
1: Yes. Or just cartoons from Warner Brothers. That would have been fine like too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some either either hone it in to something relevant. Or make it even, yeah, make it Ready Player One, where you're like, we're going to have fucking Chucky and the Iron Giant and the Shining and everything in this.
0: And then, like, and then you don't have, like, you don't make your basketball players into weird new monster hybrids. You make them all references. Like, you know, like, uh, and make them
1: all Freddy Krueger, every single one of
0: them. (laughs) I I can't overestimate uh, or overstate how many times I felt during the last sequence of this movie. Dunn Cheadle should be any recognizable movie villain. Like yeah, he should I can he should that. be Jack from the Shining right now. Like that's what should the be shark. happening.
1: The shark yeah. from Jaws. The shark from around. the Meg. <laughs> like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Any but of again, them. they don't they don't have
1: Jaws. I don't think they have the they, Shining.
0: They have the they do have the Shining and they do have the Meg. Oh, okay. Yeah, two missed opportunities. We can go on and on, man. Like uh mm-hmm. he could have been that fucking that that bear man, that bear costumed man from The Shining. <laughs> yeah. That would have fuck freaked it. everybody the fuck out. Uh, yeah,
1: everybody would have been like, we need to go. This is, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is
0: upsetting now. What are we doing here?
1: <laughs> yeah. That said, again, Swole Don Cheadle. There was something. Okay, here's what was weird about that. It was very Scorpion <laughs> King because they didn't just make his body CGI. They made his face CGI.
0: Yeah, it was weird. Which feels yeah.
1: unnecessary, but Well, he was sure. younger,
0: did you, if you noticed. The young, he the, was they younger. Up they younged him up. Yeah.
1: I don't know what they were trying to do there. I just don't. You know what would have been cool? if you're going to make a CGI person, (laughs) he should turn into Michael Jordan.
0: I mean, yes. From Uh, space jam, evil, Michael Jordan, evil. I mean, or just Michael Jordan. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, but you're right. Cause what like Don Cheadle did this a couple of times, Don Cheadle, not him, but his character, the algae rhythm did this a couple of times. Algae rhythm. When he first met LeBron, he decided to be taller than LeBron as like a way of like, like, right. You know, undermining what LeBron is. So this this Swall Cheadle is essentially like a more LeBron. That's the idea. It's LeBron, but more. That's why he's so buff right. and huge. Uh, but I don't think that's super translated, you know? Yeah. I think it was more just like, why is the Scorpion King here and why isn't it The Rock? You know? like. Uh, yeah, if
1: it made him look like an evil LeBron, that w- would have also worked. Yeah. But he just looks like he looks like John Cheadle.
0: It's like uh, what's what's that character in Scott Pilgrim? The the evil version yeah, of Scott the, Pilgrim. Yeah, 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 exactly. That version that version of LeBron. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they yeah. didn't
1: do that. It, that's what I mean. Like it all came down to for me to Casablanca Planet, which was like you're not thinking too hard about this. It's a lot of like okay, let's move on. I okay, we got the we got the thing. Let's move on. Like, I can't okay, tell okay, this you is, this though. Part's done.
0: I cannot tell you though how much I would have enjoyed this movie more if they kept bringing up Casablanca. <laughs> like if oh they yeah, kept, they kept like they had Sam with a line once in a while and like oh yeah, like that. Honestly, I'm not making a bit right now. That would I would have really liked that. You know, like yeah. they just keep well, bringing again, back Casablanca.
1: There's a chance if they had give it, like there's a chance for meta jokes that would have been also. Um, like a little more like self-deprecating, but a little like still easy on Warner Brothers. They could have done a thing where they're like, oh, you guys keep falling back on Casablanca, huh? You know what I mean? Like if there was just a little bit of Warner Brothers roasting itself, like a little more self-aware, like that, I think that's what came from the success of Deadpool, right? Is it's, it's almost like a roast of themselves. Yeah. Uh, And they could have used a little more self-awareness in this movie to make jokes like if they made jokes about how the new harry potters aren't very good that would have been amazing you know what i mean like just just, i i wanted to see a little more self-awareness like that
0: we just keep forgetting that companies uh, like because they insist on being seen as people now right us caring about that so okay we're i'm gonna see him as people they're almost always the same person and that person is the rich kid who desperately needs friends Right. Like, that's the person they are. So, like, they don't have self-awareness and they don't have shame. Right. You know? The, uh, only,
1: the, the only thing of all of this that felt like it was protected in the writing process, of all things, was Rick and Morty. Didn't well, Rick and course. Morty feel like they went to Justin Roiland and said, yeah. can you give write their lines? Yeah. Because yeah, it felt like they were able to fit it in Rick and Morty while not going to like obviously like dark because it's a kid's movie while making it feel like yeah this is rick and morty in
0: this world do you think that's that- why they,
1: that's why they didn't last long too they had to get them in and out real Ten quick Ten seconds
0: do you think that justin roiland made more money on that cameo than he does on one episode oh, of rick and pro- Morty? of
1: course he did of course right
0: uh, probably which they is pro- an upsetting fact
1: they probably uh, honestly i think Rick and Morty might have been the trickiest one for them because yes, they own Rick and Morty, I assume. Um, but they must know that I think a lot of these corporations, I've talked I've talked to people about this actually cuz I've I've gotten job interviews and stuff from like major game companies that need people to write their blogs and stuff and they talk about the um webpage, the Reddit subreddit fellow kids. You okay. know that one? No, I don't. It's based off of the Steve Buscemi meme where he shows up dressed as a teenager and he goes hello fellow kids oh yeah yeah from 30 rock (laughs) and people make fun of corporations yeah 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 for doing that and this guy was telling me like we have nightmares about being on that subreddit like we don't want to be that um and it's like i'm sorry but you are that but i understand so i assume with something like rick and morty there are like we we have to have them involved I mean, it has to to feel like Rick and Morty, like, right. It's we want to be cool. We want Rick and Morty. We want people to be like, oh, my God, it's Rick and Morty. So they probably fought for that
0: really hard, which succeeded. I would say I'd say that that endeavor succeeded. By the way, I just realized like some some smarter Internet creator than us is going to make a video about like this movie is uh, this movie is the story of the algorithm losing. But in reality, the movie itself is the story of the algorithm winning. Like Absolutely. the movie, the movie exists as like a sort of is uh, like an inverse counterpoint to the movie that it is. Right? Uh, yeah, because yeah.
1: you know they'll make a sequel. You know they'll do this over and over again for all eternity. Like like Don Cheadle says or threat threatens, they'll make it's another. Like, that is Space Jam. that's what they're doing. Yeah, I was surprised there wasn't a post-credits scene because it's like why wouldn't there be? Fucking, I don't. You know,
0: I don't think LeBron will do another. Uh, another space jam, no. but there'll be another basketball star yeah. of, of that caliber, whether they will be as good, who can say, but there'll be another basketball star like that. And that person will be in a space jam for sure. Yeah.
1: I feel like, I feel like it's like a package deal where they're like, look, if you win this many times, you get offered a space jam. You'll get a space jam. If you, if you do this, this, and this.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, uh, we'll see. Like everyone loves to proclaim how we'll never see their like again uh and like and yet michael jordan was only out of the league a few years before lebron showed up like three four years five years maybe so i don't know you know we'll see i i I wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years we're like talking about some new kid yeah you know who's gonna end up being in a space jam when we're 60 right you know
1: oh yeah this we haven't seen the last of space jam um i mean i kind of hope after watching the new black widow me and tom talked about this a lot like we kind of need and I don't mean all films, just blockbuster films. We kind of need a reckoning. We kind of need it to fall apart so they can build it back up.
0: I mean, I think we're in that right now.
1: I think so, but this made all the money. Well, yeah, Look, people want movies. They are, they are as we speak, planning a sequel to The Tomorrow War because it, it, it did good.
0: I didn't watch it and that, based that's on your one Twitter. Of the Twitter.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. one of the laziest movies I've watched. It was such a bummer because it was like... It's 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 the fact that these movies are succeeding still, but they feel creatively bankrupt. Uh, but they feel tired and lazy. We said this about the new Fast and Furious as well. It felt like they're like, what are you going to do? Not watch it, you know? Like they aren't actually paying much attention to the scripts anymore. the The plot devices are really cliche. They don't really put in the effort anymore to make it like.
0: I think we have to. I think we have like, to ch- check back in about this in like three years. And the reason I say that is this period of time is a mulligan because people are so desperate for new content.
1: You're right though. You're right. It it just reminds me of around 2005 where movies where we're getting like aging agent Cody banks too. And like, like kids movies looked like awful. Um, and everything looked cartoony and dumb. And like, we were making like the, the, the Nicholas cage ghost rider, and the the Ben Affleck daredevil, and it was like, what are we doing? Everybody got really... like. I think what happened then was CGI. People got too comfortable with CGI and was like, yeah, let's fucking do everything. Uh, and they took it for granted, and then people stopped watching. And I think we're at the point where people aren't not watching yet, but they're taking us for granted. They're not really <coughs> bothering to worry about stuff like story.
0: Uh, yeah. I I mean, I think we have to remember. You, I, I don't want to disagree with you because it's true. But we also have to remember that, like, movies always did this. Always. Well, like, absolutely. From, from the dawn Abs- of time, movies were doing this. Uh, it feels bad right now because we're so desperate for a great movie and there aren't that many. And oh, yeah. Beca- and because we keep getting shoved into these umbrella concept films that... I, I think it's
1: like. I think it's sad now because I'm only talking about blockbusters and post pandemic I think we really do need blockbusters. I went into Black Widow being like I can't fucking wait to enjoy this. Yeah. And then I was like they really phoned it in. And that made me sad because I wasn't my my expectations were low. I was like I just need it to be fun. And like even the action was like lazy and it was like that's a real shame because we need this. It reminds me of like horror movies in the 90s where like right. after scream they were just yep. kind of going through and it, it 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 became lazy. Um you're right. There's always especially with specific genres there's always this weird thing we go in and out of. There's horror a tends to do it a lot. Yeah. Where like something big happens and then they coast off that for a very long time. And then people are like you need to fucking step up your game and then they somebody something else comes along
0: i agree i, the, I, 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 yeah. I agree i, I mean I, and it does it's not even that long of a time like i would no. argue i would argue like when was scream released 1996 yeah so three years later blair witch came out
1: yeah i think the last you know, time this like, happened was um christopher nolan with the batmans i think christopher nolan made movies feel fresh again for better or for worse like whether or not you like christopher nolan we hadn't seen something like that in a while I he mean, makes big Hollywood films that also take themselves seriously and have stakes. Like, people can die. People are still mortal in a Christopher Nolan film, you know what I mean? Like, in the Batmans, it's It's grounded. And we hadn't seen that for a while, and we were like, this is amazing.
0: 100%. I mean, there's no question that a well-crafted, emotionally uh, emotionally vibrant movie will always feel fresher than the latest blockbuster in a long series of yeah uh blockbuster like like a marvel movie doesn't have the potential that the next uh the next great die hard does yeah. you know what i mean like i'm not and i don't mean die hard i literally mean, not literally yeah, die hard I, I mean die hard like the next great new action movie yeah you know like like and by new i mean creatively new that's what die hard right. was when it came out like, that movie will always be better than any Marvel movie, because Marvel movies are, are have, a, have yeah. a ceiling.
1: The fear, you know? I think the fear that we all have, and I'm not saying this is a thing that's happening, but I think the fear is that the system, we have this with politics as well, the system becomes so oppressive that it it crushes that pattern, that suddenly we can't have those anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the fear is like for. I think the fear is very real with the idea of like, oh yeah, Disney owns everything, so it's getting harder and harder to make something that will revitalize the blockbuster genre and get it through. L- I don't think we're at a point
0: where that's an actual issue. No, let me tell you what I what is an actual legitimate fear I think to have about this. It's that America no longer makes the best movies. That's fine with me. That. Well, you say that, as, but, like, that will mean it's much harder for you to get to make movies. Uh, that, and also that, like, that'll be one more... I mean, this is an American point of view, obviously. Yeah. That, that suddenly we're not the expo, ex, exporter of culture, that we're kind of... Uh, our, our industry really has to dry up because of that.
1: I mean, yeah, we're already doing that with, like, Parasite. Right. You know?
0: Right. Parasite uh, was a great movie, like, oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: I'm not too afraid of that as a viewer because, as a viewer, I'm like fucking bring it on. Um, As long as they're making good movies, that's great. I get what you're saying as a filmmaker, but frankly, I think America needs to be the underdog for films so that we can start making good movies. Like that is, it has to be destroyed in order. Like as uh, basically. We need a uh, uh, we need a point where these corporations are like what we're doing isn't working anymore. I agree. We with that. need to do something new. Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like every time I come on this particular podcast with you, we end up in this rant about oh, like yeah. it's, we gotta stop it. Damn it! Because I I think uh, creatively
1: speaking, movies haven't worked in a very long time. Mainstream like blockbusters hasn't worked in a very long time. Um, I think people just are, especially younger people. Don't know. And uh, mind you, I don't want to act like movies like Indiana Jones are that much more special. There was just a little more freedom for the, the filmmakers. There was a little more variety. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, I don't want to talk about the good old days like that, because everything was always stupid. Everything is always stupid, Adam.
0: I'm aware of that, Dave. Uh, I We make a living talking about that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm aware of that, Dave. My argument would be that uh this I think the blockbuster system itself is a little broken. And yes, that it's that. I don't think there's a there's a, a dearth of talent in the people who want to make uh, films, even in these genres. It's right. that the gatekeeping piece, you know, is what's keeping us from enjoying really cool yes. ideas and movies out there. There's uh, not
1: enough, it's, it's yeah, there's, it, we've always been creative. We'll never not be, the creative level is always the same. It's the higher ups, right? It's that, it's the system.
0: Well, and there was a hope, I'd say about 10 years ago, there was a hope that the internet and prosumer equipment would sort of make it possible to, for like right. those kinds of things to break out. And I think what we found out is that, no, there's always going to be gatekeepers uh, but also um, strangle the content that, that's just a uh, fact
1: yeah, yeah also though kind of it kind of worked because i like i talked to my niece and nephew recently they don't watch movies they're 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 the youngest i like they don't watch movies they just watch youtube they watch shit on the internet they'll go on to probably watch streaming and if you look at the streaming world uh and the youtube it actually is succeeding right and more vibrant like it, it's extremely vibrant. Yeah. It's extremely creative. They give people it's it's more mid budget. They give creative people so like we're kind of just talking about theater movies. Movies Which that go are into dying. The theater.
0: Are dying I mean, creatively
1: know. and financially.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might just be sort of watching the fall of uh that mode of of entertainment, really. Yeah.
1: And then you know? I don't know, we'll just have a bunch of laser tags. Well, I, around I mean the country. my
0: theory is The same as it always has been—that they'll like that. That movies may end up becoming sort of more like the carnival, you know, like like blockbuster movies where it like sort of comes to town, like sort of back like it was before Jaws.
1: But I guess I Um, guess what I was, yeah, I guess because we've had this conversation a bunch, people are probably sick of hearing it. I guess what I wanted to point out is that there's a financial side to it, but the weird part is that there's also a creative side, unrelated that does feel like it's suffering. Um, and I guess it probably is because of the corporate, again, like the star Wars where it's like, how do you fuck up star Wars? Like, how do you just not just write good, just write the movies, like just write them all at the same time, have a plan. That's the stuff that's weird is how like movies seem to be, they, the writing side seems to be becoming dumber. And that's really weird because it doesn't it's cost you
0: anything. F- it's becoming more <laughs> fearful. Uh, that, yeah. That's that's really what it is. It's not that they're dumber. It's that in fact, it's like in some ways, it's more a symptom of how smart they are, because they right. have identified these are the things that make movies work, like structurally, and we got to do those things, uh, right? And like if we don't do those things, fans will be mad. So, like, but they're not thinking about the movie. They're thinking about reactions and, like, marketing and, like, they're thinking about things that aren't the movie. And I, I have always believed, and maybe it's just the, you know, artist in me, don't think about anything but the movie. You know, like, what's yeah. what makes the best movie? And then, you know, when the when other people's interests get in the way, you got to move around them. You have to, if you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. To me, that's how almost all the great things get made. Right. Uh, this... So-
1: Movie I don't think is indicative of any problem in Hollywood.
0: Are you sure Um, about that? Well, uh,
1: yes, because here's here's why. Okay, it's Space Jam. It's a Space Jam sequel. So they're allowed to be this way. Yeah, it doesn't matter what era you're making a Space Jam sequel. It was doomed from the moment someone said, "Let's make a Space Jam sequel." There's nothing like it. I think this says a lot about the condition of Warner Brothers because of what the plot they chose to showcase Warner brothers, but like there was no version of this movie. You know, I think space jam is a good reminder that like, yeah, movies kind of sucked in the nineties and they kind of suck now. (laughs) Like they were both cynical (laughs) movies.
0: Both space
1: jams are cynical, dumb movies. Like it's just funny that we're having this conversation about space jam because it's space jam.
0: I think that I, I just to reiterate I do believe that some people in this project—I don't know who—but some people in this project uh, had nostalgia for what Space Jam was. Like, I think they were yeah. very—they—they they actually did a really nice job of doing a lot of parallel scenes with the original Space Jam, but really recontextualizing them, right? So, so that you don't notice that they did a pretty good job of that, right? Um, and also uh, making it feel like unique and tailored to the player which this feels uh, yeah. like I think LeBron cared. I, you know, and I think, no, no, I, th-
1: I, I do think people did care in this, but I think that um, it reminds me of something like the Lego movie where when they set out to make a Lego movie, yeah, you know that they sat down and they're like, this feels doomed. We're starting from a bad place. We're starting from let's make a movie based off a toy that doesn't have any lore to it. And they took that, and they actually made a really good idea with it. Um, it. They could have easily gone the other way with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they could have. You're absolutely right. So I think there's this place of where you set out to make a Space Jam sequel. You're like, look, the world is against us. Everything is against uh, us. I
0: think this is a and little they, bit of a Dave theory, but I'm, I'm ready for it.
1: Oh, I'm just saying that when you're setting out to make a Space Jam sequel, you're set up to fail creatively. That's a challenge. It's like a writing p- prompt. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's, you know what I
0: mean? It's I like do know making, what you mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it, it's like making a sequel to fucking Schindler's List. It's like, well, there's no good way to do this. So you either have to try and and probably fail, or you have to do something that people just didn't see coming. Um, I don't think this did either. I think, I don't think it took, I don't think it did something that's going to be remembered um, I don't think it was as I think it. I don't think it was as cynical as it could have been either.
0: No, the father
1: son thing was a good angle, it, it,
0: and it worked good. It, it, I mean, well, sorry, it worked well. It's it's not a Twilight movie. Mm. I I will always go back and say the Twilight movies are the most cynical movies I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, like that's like num- like all time. I've the never most seen
1: cynical them. and erotic films. Yes. <laughs>
0: Every time I think of that, I can show you the world fucking wolf ride. <laughs> like, never thinking, that's like the one enduring image of that franchise to me. No, so but, for, the, but but like not to get into fucking Twilight again, but like yeah. but like aren't those the most cynical movies? It's like to me, that's the bench for like movies where nobody cared enough.
1: I all right, I do and I don't because I think the writer of Twilight, that you maniac the author, lady,
0: the author, yeah, of Twilight. Yeah, I okay. think she,
1: I think she really thought she like. Wait, I was talking about this with someone is that it feels, doesn't it feel like anybody, any of us could just write a young adult novel and make a million
0: dollars? No, it doesn't. Because I don't think we have the right fucking juice for that.
1: The, the right juice for that?
0: The right juice. Like the right. The so right that, juice. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. But this is what I think the right juice is, okay. is that you have to make it unironically. That's why How, you couldn't do that. Neither of us could do that. Dave. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I mean yeah. is that you can't actually, it feels like the easiest thing in the world to make a young adult mo- novel and make a million dollars. But then you realize you have to make it earnest.
0: Yeah. You have to believe that in it. You got to believe. kids
1: can Dave. smell your bullshit. Yeah. And so that's what I mean about twilight is twilight doesn't feel cynical because it succeeded. And there was someone behind it who actually cared What felt cynical is... um,
0: Everybody from her
1: to the screen? Yes, and everything that came after. um, Same with the Hunger Games, like the Insurgent films. The ones that, like, um, the Percy Jackson... Like, the movies that clearly were like, we're trying to bank off of this phenomenon.
0: Wait, so, I'm sorry. You mean everything else that was vampire-based or... Or Or young uh, adult-based. Young adult-based, I see. The things
1: they came after, where the companies are like, we have to do our own Harry but, Potter. We have to do our own Twilight. Well, that's what I mean. That Twilight felt more cynical to me. Twilight
0: is that though, because Harry Potter came first, man. I like, know,
1: I know, but I think Twilight is actually unique enough to have started its own little stupid. Uh, because Twilight was like the first that was like a stupid romance novel.
0: I I can't in my in the deepest darkest caves of my heart, Dave, believe. That you were defending Twilight. I'm not. As like, I'm not saying that sincere. it didn't.
1: No. I'm not saying that it didn't start from a cynical place too. I'm saying that there are just more cynical films than that. You, you. We started this by you saying this was the most. I still. I'm believe saying that. that there's others that are way worse. What do you, what do you got? You, like, watch I'm, the Percy I'm, Jacksons.
0: The Percy Jacksons are some of the
1: most pathetic Harry Potter cash grabs. Not the okay. books. I don't. I'm not saying anything about the books. The movies. Are absolutely lazy. I had no they, idea they,
0: there was more than one. I had no yeah. idea there was more than one of those movies. Okay, <laughs> the ones that's wow.
1: what I'm saying is the the ones that are really bad are also the ones that failed because the youth saw it and they're like, no, fuck you, you know, like I see what you're trying to do. It's the fellow kids. They, the, you know, like they they caught on to it.
0: So I, I don't think that this Space Jam is any worse than like the rocks version of Die Hard. what was that the the tower skyscraper movie. yeah like you know what i mean like yeah. as far as like a reprint of an idea but like a complete repackage of an idea but modernized
1: yeah. i think the problem with this movie isn't that it's bad it's that it's fine and then in a give in a month we're gonna be like remember how there was a space jam remake you know what i mean like, that's what it is. Well, and that, that's I, what, I, my I, that's,
0: this is where I think the real darkness is, Dave. I don't think we're going to get to forget this Space Jam reunion. Uh, you don't think so? No. I think that we're going to keep hearing about it for various reasons, one of which being the NBA is going to keep marketing it. Uh, LeBron is changing oh. his actual number of his jersey to match the number of the jersey from Space Jam next season. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It's I happening. Think whether,
1: all right. I think no amount of effort they can put into this movie will make people remember it though because I think that's the, this is ultimately the biggest crime of modern blockbusters is a lack of boldness right everything is just fine the new Black Widow same thing it was just fine and they know uh, the new Fast and Furious just fine because they know they have this name attached and all they need to do is get people into the theater that first weekend and make all their money that's the, that's a lot of movies now is that they're just like look Yep. we don't have to like make this last this isn't a, like nobody's buying DVDs anymore no one needs to or rather blu-rays we don't need this to stand the test of time we just need to make a bunch of money now and then th- this film can go away forever and everybody will just forget it and I think this is that where it's like they did just enough that people are gonna be like yeah let's go see it and they'll walk out of it and be like, yeah, that's good. And by the time they get home, they'll be like, I can't remember a thing that happened in that movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you think, any, <laughs> man, this is like going to get real philosophical, but like, it makes me realize like how many corporations make products this way. Like, yeah. Like, for instance, everybody complains about your phone, right? Like your phone only lasts a year or two and then it dies. Yeah. Um, I, was that the intention for the original iPhone? Was the original iPhone supposed to last a year or two and then be replaced by a new model?
1: I don't think so, but yeah, that's so definitely either. how it goes. And you're yeah. right, movies are now that too. It's the plan obsolescence, right? right.
0: Yeah, uh, movies
1: bit. feel that way too, where they're like, where they're like, we just need you to scramble for it, and then once once you give us all your money in the box office, uh, move on to the next thing. Don't don't worry about that. Like, there's no like, there's no like serious fan bases like that. There's they- nothing where it's like. There's no Star Wars nerds, you know, like there's nothing that like grab people's attention and imagination and they won't let go of it.
0: Dave, this is why you and I need to write our intern Battle Royale limited series show. Okay, like it's just it's just following the lives of like seven or eight interns uh, and they're murdering each other for a job. And then at the end of it, at the end of the series, one of them gets the job like that's it. Yeah. You know, we can cash in on this obsolescence. (laughs) Why couldn't we do it?
1: Why can't we write Space Jam three, Adam? Get in on the Ooh, ground floor.
0: You want to pick a player, Dave? Please pick a person you think could be in Space Jam three. Please okay, do I'll that for back me. Back to you on that. No, no, yeah. no, do it now, Dave. Can't you can you identify a, a basketball player?
1: Well, any, let's, any let's,
0: basketball player. A single
1: basketball player <laughs> that's not working LeBron. today.
0: <laughs> can you do it?
1: No, um. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, nope.
1: shit. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Adam. Hold, hold on. You can't ba- fucking bas- Google
0: it, you cheating Basketball bastard. There were players. four other people in the fucking Sit movie there. There. you could have named uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> I named him earlier, and you're like, I don't know what any of that means. Uh, great, Dave. Thank you. Yes, we ch- we're we definitely the right guys to write. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to write SJ three. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we can do it. You'll handle the sports. You'll handle yeah. the sports. I'll handle the sports. Yeah, yeah. 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 Actually maybe you should because that's how that's who handled the sports for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it was a real Dave behind the sports here. Yeah, uh, yeah, You know, like let's add like a thousand style points for that. And then like you, yeah. and this guy gets two points for a three pointer. <laughs> like, right. Okay.
1: Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we did we- it. Yeah, do we want to wrap this up? I don't know. We're only at the two-hour mark, roughly. Tom, Tom, so you tell mad me. at us. Oh, Tom, can you, Tom? We're really causing a, a, another whole wave of grief. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah,
1: somewhere uh, Tom's, Tom's has a stomach ache, and he's yeah. like, "I don't know why. <laughs> I don't why do I feel like this."
0: Yeah, why? I'm just recovering. Yeah. I thought, nope, he's hurting. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Tom. We love you. Tom. Sorry,
1: Tom. We love you, Tom.
0: Yeah. um but i'm done with it i'm done with this (laughs) are you done with it
1: yeah no no i'm done with this okay i'm I'm, i've been yeah it's fine it's fine guys (laughs) the movie's fine it's totally fine
0: i honestly think that a lot of people will enjoy it if you go in and be like just you know expect it to be space jam like if you expect that i think you'll i think you'll be fine with it
1: i have a big recommend recommendation Take Mushrooms before Ooh. seeing this movie. Ooh. I did that before the movie Chicago, and I had a great time. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Wow. I also took a- Acid before watching American Pie 2. Great film. On Acid. Great film. We but just, I,
0: I, just drug watched. We just drug watched as another. Yeah, we just drug watched. That's another podcast yeah. series for you. If, you.
1: if you get high enough, this would be a fun movie. You'd oh, love
0: this. All the splashy colored lights and stuff, like the neon yeah. and everything. First, yeah.
1: First time I saw Shrek, I was high uh, out of my mind. And um, I remember like laughing so hard uh, yeah. at that movie because I was so high. Uh,
0: <laughs> just all the references, right? Yeah. yeah By yeah, the yeah. way, Shrek is where it all went wrong. Like, kind of, like, yeah. yeah. that Shrek is like a real cinematic uh, ground zero. The meta, you the know, meta like, stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Remember how smart we thought the meta stuff was? we were like, yeah. oh my god! No, um, it's I, zero. I not watch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, it's,
1: it's should bad. we should we watch like Shrek Three? You and I and do a podcast about it.
0: Yeah, dude, we can watch whatever you. I mean, aren't we supposed to be watching some kids' bullshit? Isn't that a thing we've tentatively agreed to?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a bunch of shit. We got. Uh, yeah. We got.
0: I'll, I mean, whatever, Dave. You call me. We'll watch it. I'll suffer with you. Okay. You know? Yeah. For I'll now, watch Shrek Adam.
1: 3. Adam, you want to plug stuff? Sure, yeah, take... yeah. Uh,
0: you can find all of uh, all of the other podcasts I do on their sister network, the Small Beans Network, where I have three podcasts. Uh, you probably know their names, but briefly, they are One Upsmanship, they are uh, Director Piece Theater, and they are I'll show you mine if you show me yours. I think you'd like them yeah. all they, about various topics. You can follow me streaming, which I I stream pretty regularly on Twitch at the Real Gans with a Z. Um, Right now we're streaming Zelda, the Skyward Sword. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. And I'm also streaming Dark Souls, which I'm going to figure out. I'm going to beat it, Dave. It's going to happen. Okay. So that's all for now.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to stream soon, too, just because I've been off for like a week and a half. You need to. Um, Yeah, uh, me and Tom Ryman, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash GamefullyUnemployed. Uh, there's exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Builders Maniac and Star Trek the Next Futurama. We're in the middle of a, a small break, um, because Tom is away. But I'm gonna I'm setting up some stuff. Um, I'm sure we'll have a hype cast later this week. Ooh. I'm setting up I'm setting up a small mini series uh, with Jason Pargin It was based off one of his ideas. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a million hours long.
0: Is it Job cast? Um, Are you gonna talk about Job, the book of Job? We sh- we should, yeah. Jobcast with <laughs> yeah. Jason Bargin. Job Jobcast. No,
1: uh, yeah. My point is that we're, uh, we're going to have some stuff on the horizon, just kind of to keep you all busy um, while Tom is away. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Check out the Patreon if you haven't. We yeah. have a store in Tea Public that we're going to move off of Tea Public soon.
0: It's a nice. It's a nice Patreon. I really enjoy it there. Yeah, I enjoy it there. It's a nice Patreon. Thank you. Yeah.
1: You, yeah, and thank you for being on. And Anytime. Th- thank you for being new, Tom. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
0: Yeah, I hope I, I hope I filled his uh tucks. Yeah, you filled uh,
1: you yeah. F- yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you filled it. He'll 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 give you pointers later, I'm sure. He'll <laughs> email you and <laughs>
0: he's like just a a, a sharp Wickenstian outline on how to control Dave is what that's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be yeah. like step number one, don't let him get off on the state of movies. And I'll be like, Oh mm-hmm. yeah, should've done that. Uh, Oh no,
1: but he does that too. I don't know, baby. I'm I'm like water.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't you can't grab me. You're like that. You were like that. uh, That that Golden State Warrior, Clay Thompson, who was both water and fire somehow. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're like that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: You can't handle water. The best best you can do is hold me in your mouth. Like water.
0: (laughs) A thing I've tried to do several times since the pandemic's been over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.